Welcome to the She's Fabulous Show. I'm Marianne Lim Favier. For the past 30 years, I honed my expertise to be one of the leaders in the financial services industry. Outside of work, I'm a volunteer life coach active in global communities for women. Successful as I may appear now, life has not been easy. In this podcast, I will share with you how I am able to turn hardships along my life journey into stepping stones to achieve my dreams. To me, a fabulous woman is she who courageously overcomes life challenges with grace, inspires others, and remains unstoppable. Whatever situation you are in now, choose to be fabulous. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to She's Fabulous Show. In this episode, I will discuss about leaving a legacy. It is because I go back to the reason why I did a podcast. Initially, when I was thinking about doing a podcast, my underlying uh, reason for doing so is I want to be able to leave some stories and leave some helpful tips that my children and probably my grandchildren and other people who can find value in my podcast can uh, learn from. And I am able to share some insights on how I lived my life and the values that I apply. And somehow, I'm hoping this could help another person really improve the way they live their life and just make life more enjoyable uh, overall. As I was like going through the different podcast episodes, Somehow, I can pick up some values that seems to be like repeating and repeating that to me is, I hope, in the impression of people who have been following my podcast or most especially to my children, something that they can think about when they think about me. So I wanted to be able to demonstrate these qualities in my day-to-day living and I want to be able to leave that particular impression to my children that if somebody asks them in the future, what is one thing or what are the qualities that you have or the lessons that you have learned from your mom? And they would be able to easily identify these things with me. If I may share the top three that I think is quite evident in most of my episodes and keep repeating and repeating, I think it uh, portrays uh, the importance to me of number one, self-development. So self-development has been very important in the progression of my life, not only on the corporate side or on the professional side, but of course more importantly in my personal journey. I believe that there's never a an age where you know you stop learning whatever we want to achieve cannot be defined by age all we need is to develop ourselves to be able to get the skills that we need in order to achieve whatever is it that makes us happier when it comes to how we live our lives so whether it's knowledge whether it's skill Everything is something that we can learn. And learning is doesn't always need to be expensive. So we are lucky if uh, we are born with uh, the capacity to pay expensive courses. But sometimes if we don't have the means, that shouldn't stop us from learning because we can acquire knowledge through association with people who has it and who has the experience by 
being in the company of people that we want to be, getting there some form of like sharing of what their experiences was like in a certain topic by seeking a mentor that would help us uh, develop ourselves going forward. So sometimes if we have the luxury of paying for courses, depending on what we want to achieve and the speed of how we want to go forward, it helps if we also can afford to invest in having a mentor or a coach because that will shorten the time for us to be able to get into our goal and just realize the success that we are hoping for and want to accomplish for ourselves. So first is self-development. Second, that I want to leave as a legacy to my children is a life of courage. I think through my own life story, I'm able to show to them that we should take opportunities when they present to us because how we define our future is actually in our hands. We need to take action. We need to overcome our fears. We need to be courageous. If we want something so bad, we should find it in our heart to be brave enough to overcome whatever is the stumbling block in front of us. And more than that, if we are confronted with something that we have not anticipated. So what I'm trying to say is life will throw to us challenges that are never our choice, right? So for example, a loss of a loved one or probably losing a job or probably betrayal by a friend or by somebody you love. All these things are things that we wish would not happen to us, but for one reason or another, we would find ourselves in that particular situation. So it's normal to feel discouraged. It's normal to feel defeated. But as long as you don't linger into that feeling, as long as you let yourself acknowledge that you are defeated, that you are you failed, or that you know you are having this loss, it's uh it's not a scene to, you know, feel all those emotions. In fact, it's healthy to experience those emotions and let ourselves go through the process. But what's important is not to linger there, but to move forward and take courage to accept uh, what lies next after that particular incident. So in my life, I think I have done so many decisions uh, that can be considered as a show of courage. Uh, some of them have given me good results. Some of them has taught me lessons. But the most important thing is when I'm not successful with my decision, I make it a point to try to change it, to make it you know, something that I would be proud about later on, something that is an opportunity for me to learn something. And last but not the least is a life of uh, compassion for other people. Still expect a lot of years going forward. But if I look at the past 50 years, it has never been like a bed of roses. I encountered a lot, a lot of challenges. And this has, this has uh, nurtured in me a heart of compassion for other people. My children, I try to give them a comfortable life. And some people say that if you're comfortable, you will never learn how to be uncomfortable. That's why they keep saying that challenges and tragedies, etc., are helpful in shaping another person. But I think even people who are lucky enough to have a comfortable life, 
can develop a heart of compassion for other people just by being grateful every day. When you are grateful for the small things that God gives your, you know, your life every day, you tend to be compassionate to others. Because when you are grateful for things, you get to realize that not everybody would have the same. So for example, just uh, waking up in the morning, not everybody is given that blessing of still seeing another day, right? Some people die. Some people are almost uh, chasing you know, life because they have some illness and their life, they're given like that sentence, right? So not everyone has that blessing every day. So if we try to be grateful and be mindful every day, what to me, it has been a practice before I sleep. What are the three things I'm grateful for in a day? And if I look at that, it makes me realize, oh, you know, my day has been, no matter how crappy it has been, it makes me realize that in the end, it was a good day and I, it was a blessing because I'm able to pinpoint that there are at least three things I am grateful for. So it can be as simple as, you know, having a nice meal during lunch that I really enjoyed or a friend called me today and I haven't connected with that person for a long time. Or uh, I was able to have a good night's sleep, eight hours sleep. So those are really, really simple things that I'm grateful for every day. But as I say thank you, when I pray and express my gratitude, it brings to mind that not everybody was able to experience a same nice meal as me or not everybody was able to connect to a friend that they have not heard from for a long time or was not able to sleep in a comfortable bed. And this is something that I tell my kids every day when we uh, say goodbye. It's like, you know, when we say goodnight, we say pray. And that's a signal to us that when you pray, you need to be grateful for the things uh, that you have. So I'm happy that my children, even if I can say that they are blessed to have a probably more comfortable life than, you know, the really poor children of some other parents. I see in them this compassion to really help to reach out to other people. And that's exactly the reason why I think they would really be very good doctors because, you know, a compassionate heart is needed in such a profession. So these are the three things that I hope through this podcast, they were able to hear some stories that they probably have not heard of and I'm only able to share with them through my episodes. So I hope you enjoy my episodes and you are able to get some insights as well. And overall, it has been an interesting experience to be able to share some of my experiences through this show. If you want to hear more, please follow me in my Facebook and Instagram account and my personal blog. And I look forward to seeing you again in my future episodes. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you've subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, life has no rewind button. Why continue to be ordinary when you have a choice to be fabulous? Sending you some inspiration and I'll speak to you soon.